What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Hot Take, where I, along with my co-host Nat and Lawrence, give you our hottest takes on all things NBA. And here we are, fellas, the last day of the year, last day of 2020. Yep. So I figured for the last episode, we could kind of mix it up a little bit, right? We're going to get into top stories, but the way that we're going to do it is a little bit different. Um, we're going to call this segment Water Cooler Talk. Pandemic, nobody's in the office, really, you know, like people <laughs> are at home, working at home. It's, it's a holiday. Um, mm. We don't really get the opportunity to just talk sports, right? So that's what we're going to do to kind of bring up the top story so what we'll do is we'll give certain topics and then we'll just kind of freestyle just give like our honest open opinions and the first topic i want to talk about right it's been one week a little bit over a week since the nba season started and i just kind of wanted to talk about what we've seen thus far and i wanted to start with the rooks rookies from the 2020 nba draft right Mm -hmm. um just which ones look good to you thus far uh, if, if there's some that look terrible to you, you know what? What, what are your takes on them? Um, if I'll go ahead and start, actually, the, the first one that I wanted to talk about really was James Wiseman. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had him. I switched. Remember, I said Lamelo yeah. was going to win uh, Rookie of the Year, and then I switched to James Wiseman. Yep. He just looks so fluid on the court. He looks so comfortable, so like calm, collected. Not only that, but he defends well. He runs. He could bring up the ball. He could dribble. He could shoot. He was hitting threes in a couple of the games. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, granted, like their record right now is not all that, but um, I'm, I'm sticking to my pick. I think he's gonna win Rookie of the Year. Like the what what he's able to do for his size, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. Okay. All right. Probably wrong, but okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> you think it's so, you think it's so mellow? Yeah, look at him. Uh, I think last night he popped off. I think it was 22-8-5 or something like that. Yep, was, and that big win. Yeah, big win. You know, he, he popped off. I, I, I'll agree. I think LaMelo Ball's playing really uh, pretty decently as of late. I think he's yeah. averaging like 10-something points a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's up there in assists for rookies. Mm-hmm. But like the thing with, with his shot, it, it's, it's – <laughs> It's like he's shooting a bowling ball, like like his his form, <laughs> like the was way he four, just four threes last night or something like that. It was yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yes. he was like four for five or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like he went off eighty yeah. percent, but it's just it just looks so awkward. <laughs> it's like he's taking a twelve pound bowling ball and just heaving it at the rim, and it just goes in. <laughs> or like you know those medicine balls that you use to work out with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks like. <laughs> That's what he's playing with. I don't get it. Um, you see uh, at the end of the uh, of the game when he's uh, dribbling the ball, waiting for the shot clock to like expire. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's off to him. He's a rookie, too. He's a rookie doing that. I was like, man. <laughs> he don't have balls. <laughs> and he knew, too. He was clowning. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, shoot. I don't want this turnover here. You take it. <laughs> so rude. So rude. <laughs> Um, so we talked about my rookie of the year pick. We talked about Nat's rookie of the year pick. All that's left is Lawrence. Yep. Lawrence, I you I mean, know, Isaac Okoro. He's just <laughs> he's not playing, so we can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? Like what what I appreciate about um Isaac Okoro is he really does come as advertised. Like coming out of college, mm-hmm. you know, he was renowned for his defense and 
his defense is nasty. The playing time that he does get, like for a rookie, mm-hmm. yeah, playing against like vets and stuff, man, he's defensively he's he's a lock. Oh yeah, he's a lock. Um, the one we haven't really touched on yet is Anthony Edwards. I will freely admit I was not a fan of Anthony <laughs> Edwards. Yeah, especially we talked about it in that one episode where I was like. Um, you know, there was that interview where he was, he was talking about how football is his first love, or like if he got drafted to the NFL, he would play. You know, today, mm-hmm. and like yeah. I was just like that. I don't want my my number one draft pick to have that type of mentality. And I, I don't know if you guys saw, it, but he did a couple like silly interviews earlier yeah, in the yes, week. I saw yes. right, <laughs> and something I noticed and I picked up on, and I can appreciate, and I don't mind, is that he was saying. It don't matter what sport, you know. He's just an athlete. If, it, yeah. if there's money involved, he'll play it. You want to play golf? He'll play golf. Ping pong? Even, he'll play ping pong. Even said cooking. You guys hear that? It's like <laughs> yeah, ain't no sport. <laughs> <laughs> he'll still do it. But you know yeah. what I noticed? Um, you know, since last week, he's actually really surprised me because like, I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't watch too too much of him in, in college. Mm-hmm. But offensively, like. He can create his own shot. He can shoot. He can off the dribble. He can penetrate. Defensively, he's like he has a couple of chase down blocks already. He's just yeah. an overall great athlete. It's just like what it's one of those guys where I'm sure you guys have experienced it in high school where you have that one kid who in any sport he's just automatically really good at. Yep. Wasn't right. me. Yeah. Some, I'm <laughs> same. I mean, like. I'm, <laughs> Listen, if I wanted to do football, I think I could have done football or volleyball hey. or whatever, you know. But but him, it's like a whole nother level. Like there's those that one kid who dual sport, triple sport, they could do baseball, basketball, and football. You know, they're just yeah. good at everything. He's like that kid. <laughs> and it's scary because he's only 19, 20, however yeah. old he is. Yeah. Now, okay, how about this? I got a question. That yeah. interview where he was talking about like, oh, I can do anything. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Do you guys see that as confidence or arrogance? You know, I I see it as confidence, honestly. I, I mean, agree. I'm sure you can back it up to some extent. So yeah. I think it is confidence, yeah. Okay, okay. I feel like it's confidence because, you know, he's, he's kind of proving it right now with the way that he's right. playing. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, with the injury to Carl uh, Anthony Towns, he's only going to get more opportunities – to show that oh yeah i mean did you think it was you know cocky or was he being confident no no no. i completely agree with you like it is confidence because oh, okay. he's like he's backing it up and has backed it up so right right um you know there's a rookie that for me has been kind of flying under the radar uh and that's tyrese Halle, uh halliburton from sacramento i don't oh, yeah, know if you guys shot right apparently yeah. they're like a shot yeah yeah he you know he got a weird shot but he's he's been killing it too you know, he, like low-key, the thing with him is his ability to impact the game in different ways, not necessarily scoring, not necessarily passing, but defensively, I think he has like, he has a good amount of steals for rookies right now. Um, just a smart, smart kid. I think he's French. No, Maybe. no, Killian Hayes is French. Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I got that mixed up. That's a little bit embarrassing, but <laughs> regardless, I mean, you know, he, he he's hooping right now. Another person that's hooping and that I'm excited about. <laughs> As oh my I rub my uh, Miami Heat t-shirt is uh, Precious Achua. 
See, but all right, wait. How did he look to you in that first game against the Bucks? Because I saw I saw the first half of that game, and he kind of looked lost a little bit. Not gonna lie, he looked pretty lost. I think that that's a tough assignment when it's your when it's your first game. Yeah, your first pro game. Um, but the, the, the my thing with Precious Achua, right? The skill set that he has now already, he's only going to get better, obviously. And he's one of these guys where he may not necessarily be the next Bam Adebayo, but he can most certainly be the caliber player where he could play 12 to 14 years in the league. And, he, you know, people are going to want him on their team because he has this high motor, high energy, you know, pick and roll, yeah. smart. You know, if he continues to develop like a shot. Um, I was actually listening to The Mismatch with Chris Vernon and um, Kevin O'Connor, and they were talking about Precious Achua. And Chris Vernon was talking about, because he's from Memphis, he's seen Precious Achua play in college, and he was like the, aside from James Wiseman, because James Wiseman didn't, he only played three games in college before he left the team. And it was all about Precious Achua. And Mm -hmm. if they had finished the season, they would have made potentially, you know, um, the, you know, March Madness bracket, uh, bracket, they would have been one of the 64 teams. They could have gone deep. Now that he's in the NBA, this Memphis squad is it's almost like night and day where they're complete I don't want to say trash, but <laughs> they're just not the same without him. You know what I mean? Like that's how much that's of an LeBron. impact <laughs> <laughs> That's how much of an impact he's had, you know. So to have somebody like that on your team, that that gets me really excited. Um another person kind of flying under the radar. Do you guys know Payne Pritchard? I I've heard not. the name. He is. He was drafted out of Oregon, plays for the Boston Celtics. He's their guard, who kind of has like this Tyler Hero swagger to him, mm-hmm. where like he, I want to say Buffalo balls, maybe like, I don't know, Bison. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever the lesser of that is, but he's he's low key been hooping for the Celtics. Um, he just has this mentality. He's always had it coming out of high school in college where he's always won at every single level. So to have somebody like that on your team, um, I think it only helps your chances. And it, they need it, you know, without Kemba being there. At least you have somebody that can give you something, especially in crunch time minutes. So watch out for him, you guys. I think he he's going to be uh, getting a little bit more playing time here and there. The other one I want to talk about was um, Denny. Avdia, the, the Israeli that plays, yeah, for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Yep. He looks like he's been in the league for a couple of years now. It's kind of like how Luca was when Luca first came into the league. Yeah. Where it's like he's been doing it for a while. That's the kind of vibes I get from him. But we'll kind of go into Denny Avdia and the Washington Wizards in a little bit. Um, the next topic I, you know, I, I wanted to talk to you guys about. We did that list last week where it was like, who are our top teams from the East? Mm-hmm. And this team did not make my list. And I don't like Nor their success either. right now. Yeah. The the Orlando Magic. <laughs> they're, the last, they're the last unbe- unbeaten team. They're 4-0. Yeah. Yep. And yep. I don't understand it. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm, I'm so confused right now. Like, Lourdes, what do you think it is? Like, why do you think, like, they're just playing so well right now? See, I don't know if it's just like uh, people like teams are underestimating them when they going in, or just like 
Markel Fultz has really stepped it up this year. I I honestly don't know. It's they're just clicking on all, all cylinders this year. He is balling right now, Markel Fultz. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Philly's kind of low key kicking themselves in the butt right now. Yeah, yeah. Because he's if they just waited and let him develop, like he's killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what do you think it is with with the Orlando Magic? Like, why why are they so successful right now? I don't get it. You know, I'm not sure either. Um, again, yes, Fultz is playing pretty well, um, but I mean, look at their schedule too. Who do they face? They face the Wizards and beat them twice. I mean, that, well, they they they, they, they beat also um, the Heat, right. They yeah, beat they the beat the Heat. Yeah. yeah, but also I feel like that was kind of a fluke because Miami shot like seven of twenty three or something like that from three. Like it was a really right. bad shooting, and they had like twenty plus turnovers. Yep. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe it's like it's too early in the season. We have to wait yeah. a little bit. I mean they they play the they play the Sixers tonight actually. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, they, okay. they got a tough stretch coming up uh, <laughs> in the next couple weeks. So all right, so. <laughs> They got uh, Philly today. Actually, they got. I OKC think they'll lose. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then they got. OKC. Yeah, yeah. They got two games against Cleveland, and then this is this is the tough stretch. They got Houston, the Mavs, the Bucks, Boston <laughs> twice, the Nets, <laughs> and that's like you know, two spreads. So, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, I balance out real quick. <laughs> Okay, so so we'll say like their record could easily be like five and eleven you know, <laughs> a couple of weeks from now, <laughs> something like that. Did you guys see um, Vucevic get his ankles broken against OKC? Yes. I saw that. With yeah, that jab step. <laughs> I think his name is like Roby or something. He's a rookie. That was nasty. His yeah, ankle got awesome. snatched. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, talking about Orlando, like that, that they surprised me. I don't know if they surprised and shocked you guys, but moving along, what teams in general have surprised you? We we mentioned Orlando because I did not see a four and zero start happening mm-hmm. for me. The the next team would be Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland completely surprised me because I think they're three and one. And I told you, man. I told you. I mean, you did. You did. I'll, right. I'll get into yeah, I'll I'll get into them in a little bit. And the other team that surprised me thus far, probably in a negative way, has been Houston. Cause in my, I think in my uh rankings I had them number five in the West. Granted, they're they've only played two games. I think they're down 0-2 right now. Mm-hmm. But um what teams have surprised you, Lawrence? So I'm a fan of them and I'm surprised. The Knicks, man. Like <laughs> that's big, big surprise. <laughs> Um, they've been playing well under uh, Coach Tibbs. His yep. you know, highlight was that huge blowout win against the Bucks and Giannis. No one saw that coming whatsoever. <laughs> I think it was like 20 <laughs> points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, big win for them. And they're, they're looking good. And they're without Obi right now. Uh, he got hurt. So, it's, okay. I think it, it's looking good for them. What about you, Nat? So, my my two teams are on the negative side of this question. Um, first off, the the Wizards. Man, I thought they'd be <laughs> I thought they would be a lot better than uh, what we're seeing right now. They're zero and four. Um, I mean, Russ has got the stats. He's got triple double almost every game. But hey, you're losing, so what's the point? Yep. Um, 
And other than that, on the West, the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> I, I I placed them sixth in the yes, uh, you I, did. My rankings. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of scared of that now. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I thought Steph Curry would kind of like you know take over, but he's 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 been okay, but not not great so far. So talking about you know surprises, the teams that we we've selected. You know, what about the teams that from our last podcast, teams that we've been right about thus far in terms of like standings or like where we thought they would be placed or if they would be ranked in the proper place that we put them. Uh, for me, I feel like I was right so far about Philly. Um, I mean, the record doesn't really show it, but they're they're definitely one of the top teams in the East right now. I think they're only going to get better. Mm-hmm. I I think I had the number one in the East. I don't know how likely that is. I still believe a little bit. I, I still think they can make it. <laughs> the other team that I was right about, you know, I, I had them eighth. Lawrence was talking about them, is the New York Knicks. I think right now they're two and two, but... I was kind of right about them because they the the part that I feel the most um, vindicated by is when I was talking about Julius Randle. I feel like everybody is sleeping on Julius Randle. Julius Randle <laughs> is averaging he's averaging almost twenty five points a game, oh, almost yeah. eleven assists a game, and seven and a half rebounds. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's almost a twenty five, eleven, and eight guy right now. Everybody's sleeping on this dude. <laughs> like everybody forgot about him. Like I was listening to like people like other podcasts and stuff, and they're talking about you know Ob Toppin and you know uh, um, Alfred Payton and you know Austin Rivers. I'm like, why aren't they not? And Mitchell Robinson. I'm like, why are they not mentioning Julius Randle? Like, I think maybe because like he has like a forgetful face. I don't know what it is, but he's going off. Yeah, he's going off. <laughs> The other team I was right about is Toronto for the negative aspect. I said they weren't going to make the playoffs. They're not playing well right now. Yeah. And I knew they weren't going to play well because you lose Marcus Gasol, you lose Serge. Serge Ibaka, and you replace him with Aaron Baines, you know, Chris <laughs> Boucher, and, you know, uh, Alex Len. Like, I don't know. That's kind of a downgrade. I was also right about Phoenix. I said, you know, they were going to come as advertised. They've been playing pretty well. I was mm-hmm. kind of right about the Pelicans, even though their record doesn't really reflect it. I think they're going to be an exciting team to watch. I was also right about Golden State Warriors. I said they were going to be like in that 10th range. So I kind yep. of beat Nat there. They're, they're kind of showing uh. it. Can we talk about <laughs> Kelly Oubre? I was like really hopeful for Kelly Oubre. Bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Brick uh. City, man. Like, everybody was so happy when he hit his first three. Yes. <laughs> he was like Over one 30 for 18. Than- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, the other thing I was really proud about that I got right, and it's proving thus far, that I think I beat both of you guys on. If I'm not mistaken, for the Western rankings that we did last week, you had Denver number two. Yeah. I was talking to you. Yep, and, and you made fun of me because I said Mason Plumley. <laughs> you roasted me. Mason Plumley, though. I just him like by himself. Like he's just yep. garbage. Well, I also talked about Jeremy Grant, and without the two of them there, like I feel like they 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 kind of thin right now with the the big man. Jeremy position. Grant, yeah, yeah, definitely Jeremy Grant. But Mason Plumley, it's, it's kicking go. Oh, he, All right, we don't need him. Mason, Mason was giving you solid minutes. 
Oh my Solid gosh. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So, so okay. do you really attribute, do you attribute their so far, like, you know, struggles because he's gone? Is, is, is no, 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 not solely okay, him. Not right. solely him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, Jeremy right, Grant, right. of course. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the bigger reason. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? What, what teams have you been right about so far? Lawrence, you first, bro. All right. So I didn't necessarily reflect this in my uh, standings predictions for last week. But I did say previously in other episodes that the Hawks are coming. You know, mm, I'm you were very, right. You're right. Very, very excited I, about I was the wrong Hawks. about that. You're right. Me and too. like Trey Young has really, really stepped like they're talking like MVP talks, you know, like this man has <laughs> put up big numbers, and I think he can really attribute Rondo to his success this year. Um before you well, go on, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Uh Trey yeah. Young is cheating. He's a cheater. Cheating. What? Yeah. I'll send you guys the video, but if, if anybody hasn't seen it yet, when they played the Knicks, uh, Steve Nash went off on the refs in the game because he does this move, right? Like James Harden was known for drawing fouls because he would get the defender behind him and, you know, as he's penetrating, stop and then like go for the floater, whatever, get the foul. Or you yeah. have, you know, certain players that would kick out their legs in a jump shot, get the foul. There's always these new techniques. Trey Young, there's video of him. What he does is he gets by to the defender so that they're behind him. Yeah. And instead of just jumping straight up, he jumps back into them like the slightest bit. <laughs> a fade He's away. gone to the line. Not, not even a fadeaway. It's almost like he, he creates the contact himself, but the player yeah. gets called for the foul. And Steve Nash went off. He's like, that's not basketball. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. He got to the line, like, what, like 47 times thus far this season or something like that? <laughs> oh, my like, God. Like, one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lawrence. Please continue. I mean, show, show me the rule. Where, where's the rule? <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. But yeah, he's playing great. Um, I love, uh, what do you call it? DeAndre Hunter. He's playing well. John Collins, like. Clint Capella, we didn't really get to see him much last year after that trade from Houston, but I think he's making a big impact on that team this year. I think for me, the the it's mainly been failures, but uh, the the one team that I've been right about so far is the Bucks. The Bucks are trash. Yeah, I'll tell you this: they only so far they've only won twice. One on Christmas Day against the Warriors. It was a blowout. Obviously, you know. Steph has no help, so obviously that's a guaranteed win. And then they beat the Heat a few days ago, you know, yeah, obviously but, shooting, shooting but, all those threes. But but how many? They <laughs> shot like Listen. 29 threes <laughs> in the Listen. whole game. Yeah, they broke <laughs> they a record. Demolished the Heat. But that's so rare. That never happens. That was only a lucky I'll get thing. into that. <laughs> so I was right in the Bucks that they're probably going to be like low on the rankings. I mean, they're not that good as people uh, assume that they are. Mm-hmm. Um other than that, it's all mainly been failures for me. But that's the one thing that I'm cling to. That's the one thing that I'm proud of. Okay, so things that I've been you know, we, things that we've been right about. Let's move on to the things that we've been wrong about. Uh, I've been wrong about. We kind of mentioned it already. I've been wrong about Orlando. I'd even have them making the playoffs. I was wrong about Cleveland and their ugly busted jerseys. Uh, I mean, their jerseys are still busted. We weren't wrong yeah, about yeah. that. Right. Yeah. But um. Yeah, like I was wrong about them. They've been playing really well. Lawrence mentioned it also. I admitted to it. I was wrong about the the Hawks because they've been balling. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll see how, how they do towards, you know, come playoff time and stuff. 
I was also wrong about the Wizards, like what Nas said. I was wrong about the Wizards. I thought they would be doing a lot better, but I just wanted to put this out there. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. When LeBron <laughs> first came to Miami, formed the Heatles, if you guys remember that first season they were together, they started eight and nine. Mm-hmm. They were below 500. Everybody, you know, blowing up. Well, you know, this is what they get. LeBron sucks. Da 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 da. And then later on that season, they went on like a what, 22, 23, 27 game win streak, whatever yeah. win streak it was. So I feel like right now is the growing pains. Don't worry about it. It's early in the season. Things are going to start to click. I think the Wizards yeah. are still going to be fine. Uh, I was also wrong about Sacramento. Sacramento's been hooping. I didn't think they were going to be playing the way that they've been playing. I was also wrong about Dallas because I thought Dallas would be a lot better. I had them number two on my list. Mm -hmm. So, like, granted, I made fun of you guys for having Denver number two on your list. (laughs) I had Dallas number two. They're doing a lot worse. And I was wrong about Houston. I thought Houston would be doing a lot better. But I think tonight they get John Wall back, Boogie Cousins. Um, I think Eric Gordon, too. Eric Gordon. You know, so that own two is, you know, you can't look – too deeply into that. Mm. Um, what about you guys? What have you been wrong about? For me, it's the Clippers, man. They've they've been doing pretty well so far. They Aside from been. that one loss that everyone knows. <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone knows that 50-point loss. But, um, <laughs> man, they, they freaking blew out the Lakers, I think the uh, Nuggets, and the Blazers, uh, I think yesterday, I believe. Yeah. So, they're pretty good so far. I was wrong about them. I thought they were Mas- Kawhi. Oh, yeah, Mask Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leatherface. <laughs> and then for me on the East, it's the Raptors, Pistons, and Wizards. The Pistons are 0 and 4 right now. <laughs> what? You know why? It's because Mason Plumlee. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I placed them like, I think like 5 to 8 range. And now they're in the bottom of the East. So yeah, hopefully it's growing pains and they get better. But those I don't pain. think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, man. Uh, what about you, Lawrence? What you've been wrong about? I mean, yeah, you, you touched upon it. Like we were like pretty much all wrong about the Wizards so far. Mm. Uh, it, again, it's just growing pains. I think they'll turn it around. And then also, again, you, you mentioned that the Denver Nuggets—they're not playing well. Hopefully, they turn it around as well. So it's because they don't have Mason Plumlee. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about. Um, Actually, we'll save that for the next one. But um, actually, we'll do it now since since Nat brought it up. You know, after the Clippers lost by fifty-one, you, like I'll, what were your I'll thoughts? Have... This is the topic I want to talk about: was blowouts, right? Because we've seen two and a half blowouts. I would say three blowouts because the Knicks blew out the Bucks. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. The Dallas Mavericks blow out the Clippers by fifty-one points mm-hmm. 51 crazy like to me like when i'm watching that it was like when you play 2k and you're playing like pro mode right and <laughs> you're just dominating every team by like more yeah. than 50 points yeah, yeah you know what i mean it was or like, like um, status. Or, you're, or you're playing my career and like you're the point guard you seem like shooting threes and like <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> like an eighty point like your moon is like three point shooter. Yeah, you're just yeah, lighting yeah. it up. Like yeah. <laughs> you win by like almost a hundred every single game. Like that's what it looked like. It was that bad. And then the other one, it pains me to say this 
Milwaukee blowing out Miami. I, I was texting you guys. I was texting you guys. I was like, as long as they don't lose by more than 51, <laughs> I'll survive it. <laughs> and sure enough, they, they only lost by 47. You know, not, it was only it was a close game. Yeah. <laughs> Closer than close it was a match. Miami loses by 47, right? But if we're using the 2K analogy, this is this is how I saw it. To me, it's like when you're playing 2K and the computer starts cheating. Because like all of a sudden, like the computer, like their team, hits every single three-pointer. Good point. Good point. Yes. Right? It's every single three-pointer. They get every single foul call. Yep. Every single foul call. And then on the opposite end, you like your team. You can't hit a three. Like it could light up green and it's like in and out. You could be yeah. wide open and like it'll be like way off. You're like, what the heck? And you don't get any foul calls. Like it's a clear foul in the computer cheating. They don't give you the foul call. You're like, this is some BS. And then also it's like when you like the amount of turnovers, like all of a sudden, like you have offensive fouls. You're like, what the heck? Like this, this game is clearly cheating. That's what I felt like Miami was experiencing in real life. <laughs> because Milwaukee hits an NBA record 29 threes. They shoot 57% from three. That's it video was game numbers. Heard of. Like they couldn't miss. You know, like I saw that first quarter. I was like, they're, they're hitting all their shots. I was like, what? <laughs> yes. was like, what is this? Yes. And it's like it's not like Miami wasn't playing defense. There was like some shots. Milwaukee's uh rookie hit a three in Tyler Hero's face. Yep. Yeah. To give them the 29th, you know, to give them the record. I'm like. He's playing defense. How do you still make it? And again, Miami's the um they were like turning the ball over a lot though. They had yeah, lost my next and, point. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was my next point. They had 21 turnovers. And you know, talking about three pointers, they only shot 29% from three. Yep. Yep. So it was just like a bad mixture. It was legit like video game status. It was so bad. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so I think we all but, took L's because you they did beat the Bucks in the game afterwards. Yeah, the next so. game. Yes, yeah. yes, so it, they did come back the next night. Not by forty. It wasn't necessarily a blowout, but <laughs> yeah, it was a forty-seven. But and mind you, <laughs> the other thing too, Jimmy wasn't playing. I feel right. like that first game, if Jimmy was if Jimmy was playing, they probably would have lost by twenty-seven, not forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the, one of the other things that that stuck out to me since you know last week, watching this whole week of NBA. It got me thinking, if you could have, Lawrence, for you, if you could have any non-superstar, non-all-star, just a typical role player, maybe off-the-bench guy, whatever you think, if you could have any non-superstar player on your team, on the Knicks, who would you want? Yeah. um, This might be kind of surprising, but I would love to have J.J. Redick. Um, Oh, ooh. Nice veteran presence. He's tough for his size, and he can shoot the hell out of the ball. Like I love his game. Um, I honestly thought Philly made a huge mistake letting him go uh, right. to New Orleans. Um, I love him, guy too. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And an awesome podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about you, Ned? Like, if you could have any non-superstar player, who would you want on your team on your Los Angeles Lakers? Even though. Your team is already fully stacked. That's right. <laughs> wait, man, wait. I have, I have two picks. Is that okay? I got two. two um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Number one was it, it should have happened during the offseason, but Serge Ibaka 
I feel. I, I think he's he's a good rebounder. He's also a decent shooter for, yep. for his size. And defender. Um, yeah. Yes. So uh, if he was on the Lakers this, this season, we would have just clinched it already. We could have just won it. <laughs> <laughs> but now we have to fight. Oh, gosh. But anyways, yeah, that's one. And the other one that I picked before um, before this one was Gary Trent Jr. I okay. think I think From he's Portland. really good. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, I think he's really he's also a good shooter, also a good defender. Um perfect for like he's LeBron. Three and D guy. Exactly. Yeah. For perfect for like his game where like LeBron just drives in and passes it off to the uh, corner shooter or the uh, you know, to the outside. I, I think he would be amazing in that role. But I've been very surprised by his game. He was I think in that one game against the Lakers actually, he was shooting pretty well. That's right. Um Yeah, so I, definitely him and also Serge Ibaka. So before I give my pick, I just want to say the Los Angeles Lakers oh, alongside the Brooklyn Nets are like if you did a fantasy draft on 2K and you like <laughs> finesse it where there's no rules and like you can override <laughs> trades Whoa. and you just stack up your team to the point to where your bench is like as solid as any like lower seated teams like starting five. Like it's, yes, it's so. a cheat code. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so my my pick would be Colin Sexton, hands down. Okay, okay, I like good that pick. Man. Good pick. Colin Sexton, you know, next to Darius Garland, you know, Sexland as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I love his I love his tenacity. Ever since like last season and a couple of years ago, like he's just so intense, and I feel like he fits the culture to the T. You're too intense sometimes. You see it in his eyes where he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's like coked out or something. <laughs> <laughs> but man, like I think he's averaging, I want to say like 24, 25 points a game, something along around there. Um, he's part of the reason why the Cavs are successful right now. And the other thing I like about him, right? Him and and Garland, Sexland, they lost. They had their first. <laughs> they had their first loss last night. And what did they do after the game? They stayed after the game and they got shots up yep. after their first loss. You know, you want players like that on your team, people who care. So, like, if I could have anybody, oh, man, give me give me Colin Sexton. We'll figure out the uh, the rotation later on. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so that does it for our top stories. Let's actually get into our hot takes. And um, for hot take this week, what we're going to do, since is the first week of basketball, we're going to do our top plays of the week, but there's going to be different categories. So let's get started with the first category and our hot take on this. So let me ask Lawrence, in terms of top plays of the week, for you, what was your unfortunate play of the week? Okay, this is like actually like really sad. So I took <laughs> unfortunate as like like tragedy kind of thing. Um I had John Morant going down with a sprained ankle mm, after falling right. uh, on someone else's foot. I mean, he, I will say this, like, I don't know if that was like just an overreaction kind of, but he like hopped. I don't know if anybody saw it, but like he I hopped know, yeah. all the way to the team bench and then he had to get a wheelchair for a sprained ankle. I don't know if like there was anything else with it, but. So I'll just add this, right? I experienced an injury very, very similar to John Morant's. Actually, it was uh, last year, last March 2019. Yeah. And if you watch the replay, what happened to him is very similar to what happened to me, where 
I rolled my ankle so badly in a game that my ankle touched the court. And I heard two distinct pops. And I thought for sure, like, I dislocated something or I broke something. I heard two distinct pops immediately collapsed, uh, collapsed to the ground. Yeah. Like, I was hitting the court, everything. You saw him jump around, like, all the way to the to the tunnel and then collapse on the ground. I yeah. tried to stand up. You know, guys were trying to get me to stand up. As soon as I put any type of pressure, I would fall right back down. Like, hard fall. Yeah. And um, eventually, I was able to get up stupidly. I just tied my laces tighter. After, like, 30 minutes, I tried playing again. But ever since then... Up until recently, because I, I had a friend kind of take a look at it and give me um, advice on how to rehab it. The littlest thing, if I still, you know, you're on a sidewalk and you know, the part where the sidewalk touches the grass. If yeah. my left foot went on the edge, immediately, like it would swell up. Like it, it was so basically what happens with a roll like that, I think they call it inversion. It's an inversion roll. And mm-hmm. there's ligaments in the ankle. Where if you uh, roll it severely enough, some of the ligaments shift. Some of the muscles, you know, even the bone, like it could shift. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. I had to go, one of my friends is a PT. So like, um, you know, he was giving me advice on how to strengthen it. He was massaging it for me every, almost every week, uh, which was really helpful. But the difference between mine and his, mine, I just planted and it rolled. His, he jumped to his apex yeah. And then on his way down, landed on someone. So his, like the force of him coming down, gravity, I think complete, like his probably 10 times worse than mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so they say a sprain, but like some sprains can be re- really, really bad okay. in terms of like ligaments and stuff. I think me and Nam might have the same one. Maybe. All right. So, okay, go ahead. What I picked, it was the Lakers and Spurs game. Okay. Uh, yesterday, I believe, Montrez Harrell goes for a dunk <laughs> and <laughs> and gets he gets blocked. So then the ball goes the other way by the white boy. Yeah, yep. by the white boy. <laughs> Ubing, I think Ubing's for something. Trez, Trez gets blocked. They run it. They run it the other way. Um, Demar Derozan, I think, gets a rebound or something, and then runs for a dunk. He dunks on Trez. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Double whammy. Yeah, he got he got blocked and then postered in about ten seconds. <laughs> time frame uh, i just thought that was funny but also unfortunate so okay so here's my unfortunate play of the week kevin durant gets bodied twice in the oh. same game <laughs> <laughs> terry rogier his beard does not connect but that dunk on kd <laughs> definitely connected <laughs> and then the other one was PJ Washington, it was just like a little bunny, but he still got dunked on. Yeah, I was like, oh man, poor KD. Um, I tried. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, props to, to you know for trying to get that defensive stop, but body twice by a point guard. One yeah. was by a point guard, and then honorable mentions was uh, John Morant, and the other one is Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, Dinwiddie. Yeah, I added too many ditties in there, but <laughs> I feel like it's it kind of might hurt the Nets in the next couple of weeks. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. So for the next play of the week, we're actually going to go into what is our hot take for the wild play of the week? Um, Lawrence, what's your wild play of the week? Yeah, so uh, 
you guys actually picked it as your unfortunate play of the week with uh, Demar and Trez, but I got a backup one just in case. Um, what was wild for me was actually the Warriors' first win. Uh, it occurred in this game. Mm-hmm. Damian Lee, uh, not has he's not that star player of the Warriors. Like we we talked about it before the show. It's like who we want taking the last shot on the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want Iguodala. We want Curry taking the shot. Uh, they couldn't get Curry Iguodala. open. <laughs> Curry not get open. So Damian Lee uh, gets the pass for the la- last shot of the game uh, for potential game winner. Uh, Curry still couldn't get open, so he had to shoot it. Ends up making it. And they like the, the Warriors are going crazy. Like they won the NBA Finals. Like they get, y'all beat the Bulls. You all got to chill. <laughs> they needed that win, though. They needed that win. It's funny because I actually had that as I have a backup to it, but I had that as my play of the week. That yeah. Damian League is the Warriors their first win. Um, oh. Now, what's your wild play of the week? All right, it's funny because this whole thing, but I had the KD scenario as my wild play of the week. <laughs> Okay. But, but I, I just, you know, I just uh, stumbled upon this just now. Rudy Gobert playing against the uh, Timberwolves, I believe, airballed a dunk. Did anyone see that? <laughs> what? So so he got the rebound, went up for the dunk, but lost control of the ball. So he just went over the over the uh, over the uh, the, the hoop. <laughs> it went over. Yes, yeah, so he went up, but like the ball just got lost in his hands and it just went over the hoop. Didn't even let it go down. <laughs> I'll send you guys later the uh, I'll send it later the uh, video, but yeah, that's my backup wild play of the week. It's like what? Oh How do you man, that might be a first in NBA history. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the fake hands too. Like, how do you lose? The yeah, ball? he's also seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my wild play of the week is not necessarily a play. It's just the thought of this, the way this person has been playing, right? Because we've been ragging on James Harden, you know, since last week about him being a bad teammate. Yeah. And the whole, like, partying, him clubbing, him going away, him not going to practice. He's averaging 39 points a game. He's like the modern-day Dennis Rodman, where he could go off and do whatever and then give you, like, a 40-point game. Yep, yep. Yep. 12 and a half assists. Like, that's what he's averaging right now. And, like, it's crazy, too, because I thought one of the – you know – it would be smart of him to stay because he's playing alongside Christian Wood, who's given you 27 points, eight rebounds. Yep. I feel that's a good like second option. that You don't even have John Wall and DeMarcus yet or Eric Gordon. Yep. So I feel, like, I feel like Harden and Christian Wood just going off like statistically. Mm-hmm. The record may not show it, but that's, you know, it's only week one. So the next top play of the week is my how do you like me now? Top play of the week. <laughs> Lars, how do you like me now? What's your play? All right. So, again, <laughs> you guys mentioned the Terror's Year uh, poster. We got a backup. We're good. Okay. <laughs> so, I, this isn't like, it wasn't huge, but like, I, I kind of liked it. Uh, I like Trey Young putting Kyrie on skates last night. I don't know oh, if you guys saw. Oh, that was nasty. He was oh, lost. Yes. Put him on. <laughs> entire defense actually but Kyrie on skates went around I think you were like talking about like how he uh gets behind he gets the defender behind him and tries to draw the foul so like I can kind of see it but he uh put up a a scoop scoop layup off the glass and just yeah 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 exactly so I thought that was pretty sweet 
How do you like me now? <laughs> Trey Young. Now, what, what about you? All right. For me, it's a little bit um, back in the week when um, the Blazers played the Rockets. They were in overtime. Mm-hmm. 3J McCollum matching Harden's Ooh. 40. Ice oh, yeah. cold three to seal the game. I was like, that guy's a bad man. Yes, He's sir. a bad man. Matching that 44 points with James Harden plus the game winning, well, game securing three point shot. I was like, wow, that's great. Ice cold. Lehigh alumni right there. CJ McCollum. <laughs> how do you like me now? So, my how do you like me now play of the week? This award has to go to Gordon Hayward. Oh, against yeah. the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> yeah. Because homeboy went off. He dropped 28 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds, shot 60% from the field, shot even higher from 3 because he shot uh, 66.7 from 3 uh-huh. in 35-plus minutes of that game. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward, how do you like me now? I think he showed everybody what he can do, what he's <laughs> capable of doing. On this nice young team, I, I think he's trying to prove he's worth that money. Yeah. I don't know. It was, you know, still uh, <laughs> probably, probably, but. probably opened Twitter and saw all the slander. He was like, all right, let me, let me yep. make this right. <laughs> yep. Okay, how about uh, what's your candidate for awkward moment of the week, Lawrence? Oh, oh wait, can I go first? Yeah, go for yes, it. Yes, Because uh, I feel like you guys might steal it, so I'm going to go first. Um, Thomas Bryant tugging on the wrong basket. <laughs> 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 See, but wait, wait. Was that was that like a, a rebound turned like a mistake, or did he actually like do it on purpose? Like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, because I guess his his arm was like towards the basket, that's why he couldn't like get a good grip. But I wonder man, if it was like muscle memory type thing. It could be, yeah. Because if you remember, like when uh, LeBron went back to the Cavs after leaving Miami in their first, uh, I think it was preseason game, he set a screen. <laughs> For one of the, for Norris Cole, who played for Miami, it was just like muscle memory. Like he ran a yeah. play. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just muscle memory. I, I don't know okay. what it is, but it was pretty awkward because he immediately yeah. knew as soon as he dunked it. He's like, ah. Loris, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's your awkward moment of the week? I had Sergi Baca going out for the rebound <laughs> and elbowing Kawhi in the face. <laughs> Eight stitches. Yep, yeah. yep. And uh, to go along with that, to pair with it, you know, Kawhi gets the the face smack yes, yesterday, uh, last night's game, which looked gross, by the way. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh, what are you wearing, man? I look like a mannequin mask. <laughs> yes, yes. And then there, uh, Kawhi's jokes to the media saying, oh, yeah, Serge is on the okay. trading block now. It doesn't really matter <laughs> what happens. I'll take him, cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. So our, our friend of the show, AJ, he hit me up. He tagged me in a post. He was like, Kawhi's trying to be like LeBron now, trying to be the GM. <laughs> wow. All right, AJ. <laughs> um, okay, so I had two for this category just in case. So I'll say my first one. It was, again, Nets versus Hornets game. The game was so intense that even a referee got a cramp. <laughs> Did you guys see that? I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I'll send you the video. They had to stop the game because the ref got a cramp in his calf. <laughs> <laughs> Stay hydrated, fellas. Stay hydrated. And my, my other awkward moment of the week, I, t- I texted you guys this when it happened. Look at Curry. So inspirational, man. <laughs> Way downtown. 
the announcer for that um, Bulls. Bulls Bulls of Warriors game, calling Curry inspirational. <laughs> I did not understand it, man. I was like, okay, okay. So for the last category to uh, to end the show for hot take, what is your play of the week? Can I counter this by saying like a uh, scenario of the week or like a moment of the week? Yeah, can sure. I, I it uh, is it going to be LeBron related? Because if so, then no. Oh, no, 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 it's not. I promise. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to bring up his birthday. But go on. Yes, go on. <laughs> also, yes, to the king, a very happy bladed birthday. I mean, sorry, king <laughs> slash goat. Um, but my, my, my play of the week is going back to the Mavs and Clippers game. Luka Doncic scored 44 points that game, while the entire starting lineup of the Clippers scored 41 points. <laughs> that is that is insane how that would happen. The starting five, 41, Luka, 21-year-old, 44. That's my play of the week. Play of the week in quotes, but that that's definitely it. I forgot to mention this earlier, but the Mavericks actually got blown out last night. <laughs> yes, that was the, the, the Hornets, yeah, by yeah, the Hornets. Yeah, yeah. Human. So everybody, <laughs> everybody's getting their just desserts, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Warrens, what's your play of the week? Yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a dagger. <laughs> you know, throwing it a little deeper in that wound, Guya. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, here we go. The Bucks with the NBA record 29 threes in a game to <sighs> absolute smoke. Or heat the Miami. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, by a whopping forty-seven points. Unbelievable. Well, to it's funny because my backup to to you know the Lee giving the Warriors their first win was again you know, is about the Heat and Bucks, but this time is about last night. Kendrick, his oh. left stroke just went viral. Um, <laughs> He dunks on Bobby Portis on a fast break to end the first quarter. Yep. Yep. And I, to me, that was the play of the week. They got blown out the night before. And I was just like, man, little, you know, Kung Fu Kenny on the court doing his thing. <laughs> so for me, uh, that was my play of the week. It's probably like anticlimactic because there was so much that happened. But I had to throw in some bias in there. Of course. So, and we haven't had. Too many uh, good games this season. So it was either that or Tyler Hero hitting three, but we're used to that. So I went with the dunk. With the <laughs> there dunk. you go. So uh, before we end, is there anything that we missed? Anything you want to add? Just a happy New Year to all of our listeners out there. Oh, That's yes. right. Let's get 2020 Thank you so much to our listeners. Everybody have a safe and happy New Year. And we'll see you next time for Hot Take. This has been a Fuse Podcast original produced by yours truly, Nat, with music by Johnny C.